the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I would like to ask a question today and have someone explain a mindset to me. This happened to me on my way into work today. Aaron, you can weigh in on this too if you like. So I come to work via I-270 from the Dublin area. And so I have to get off at 23 North and head north on 23. So I get off on the 23 North on-ramp and I pull up to the ramp and I have to turn left to go north on 23. And I look to my left out the car window, and there's a grass median there separating my on-ramp or exit ramp from 270. Beyond the little grassy area is another ramp of people twirling around from 23 south getting on to 270 east. Okay? You got the mental picture? Yeah. All right. So I look off to my left in the grass median, and I see conservatively 50 Water bottles, paper bags, assorted pieces of trash. And I'm sitting there thinking, I can't even imagine hurling my trash out the window of my car. Either while sitting at a light, waiting for the light to turn green, or while turning on a ramp to get on to 270. Oh, here's a McDonald's bag. Well, let's get rid of this puppy and chuck it out the window. I need somebody to explain to me the mindset of littering. Like, do we have a deplorable lack of trash cans in our world? Like, I go all over the place. It seems to me like everywhere I go, there's a trash can in front of the building. Am I wrong? (laughs) I think you're right. Uh, It's just uh, laziness. 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. Is it just laziness? Because yeah. I think it's something else. I think that if there's a trash can 20 feet away, people think, I'm not going to walk over there. I'll just dump it here. Now, I am the kind of guy who if I'm walking into the office or if I'm on a golf course, I'm on a golf course. You and I golf. You're on a golf course and somebody's potato chip bag has blown out of their cart or fallen off their, fallen out of their hand while they're walking. Do you pick up the potato chip bag and put it in the trash can at the next tee, or do you just leave it on the course? Yeah. I mean, pretty much I'd, I'd pick it up. Of course. Because a golf course is a beautiful, pristine piece of <laughs> land, and there's no such thing as a bad day on a golf course, even if you're playing terrible, if you have your mind ordered right. You're like, well, at least I'm out golfing. I'm not digging a ditch today. So I will do that. I will pick it up, and I'll be like, all right, let's pick this up and throw it away. Let's keep this nice. But I think it's more than laziness. I think it's entitlement. And it's like, well, it's out of my car. Somebody else will deal with it. We have this incredible, like, 
lack of respect for property, lack of respect for other people. It goes back to what I just said about the God looking back at us from the mirror in the morning. If you have elevated yourself, Democrats, to the God of your own world, of your own life, and I say Democrats because I honestly do not know. I want some Democrat to explain to me, who claims they have an authentic Christian faith, how you can be Democrat when every single Democrat is pro-abortion. Every single one. But to the littering thing, I just, what is on your mind, people, that you would chuck a water bottle out the window? Do we not recycle? I mean, literally, you take the water bottle home with you, put it in a bin, put it at the end of the street, and someone else will come along and take it away. And I am far from a green freak. But... It just seems to me like throwing a plastic water bottle or a paper bag. Now, I will say, if I'm eating grapes, is this littering? You need to rule on this, Judge Aaron. If I'm eating a cluster of grapes and I finish the grapes and I'm left with the grape, you know, vine or maybe a grape that's not suitable for me to eat, it's a little mushy, it's a little, you know, whatever. That, I do not feel, is littering if you put it out the window because that the birds will eat. So I view that as like a public service to birds. Well, I also would not have a problem with that. Yeah. But I wouldn't chuck an apple core out the window. See, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay. Well, I can, I can have that discussion with you. I can, I, can <laughs> take, I can take your plea on that. But I cannot at all understand the mindset of, well, I'm finished with the water, so I uh, just guess I'll just get rid of it right out the window. So I posed this question on social media this morning, and some of the responses are, I agree with you. Why can't people just wait until you get to a gas station? No excuse in 2021. Yeah, I don't think there's any excuse either. I, I actually have a friend who works for the Solid Waste Authority of Central Ohio, SWACO. He says if you see somebody littering, you can call them in, 1-800-NAIL-A-DUMPER. I don't know what happens if the person actually gets a visit from the trash police or whatever. I have a feeling that there's a giant percentage of people that would never do that. Call them in? Oh, I'd call them in in a heartbeat. That would dump trash. Oh, I think so too. But I bet there are serial litterers. Like, every single day, I drive through the yeah. the fast food, and on the way back, that thing gets dumped. Here it goes. Yeah, out the window. Uh, some people just said, thanks for bringing this up. <laughs> Tommy says, the cigarette butts are disgusting. Yeah, they are disgusting. Those will not biodegrade, by the way. Uh, Dan says, while traveling out of state this summer, I've come to the conclusion that people from Ohio are either the dirtiest or laziest people. From here to Florida. Is that the mantra we want? Is that the description we want? Dirty and lazy? Hey, we can put it on the sign when you cross yeah, the yeah. Welcome border. to Ohio. Home of the dirty and the lazy. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's just <sighs> incredible. So I, 
I that's a I don't think of myself at all as a, an environmentalist. I think the climate change is first of all, if climate change is real, God's in control of it and he's either going to cause it or allow it. And so I'm not going to stress about it. But I also am not going to. I get on my daughters if they throw something plastic away in the trash that's going to go to the landfill. I'm like, that's recyclable. Put it in the recycles. Ship it to China. Let them throw it in their ocean. Then it's their problem. Because I do think the whole recycle thing is a scam. I'm not sure that all of our recycled materials get made into, you know, fake AstroTurf football fields and the like. Some of them do. That's great. I see the tire dust when you skid on a field turf field in football. I see it. But um, no, I don't think recycling is a perfect, perfect way to get rid of our trash. But it's better than burying it. So this is something that I just thought, man, we have a beautiful world can't we exercise just just the minimal effort to not make it look like a dumping ground? I mean, a plastic water bottle? A, this is not an accident, right? Like, there's if there were one or two, I'd be like, well, hot day, some guy dangling his arm out the window, dropped it, light turned green, off. No, there's 50. At least 50. And that's one median all over town. Stephen on the west side perhaps can shed some light on this. Hello, Stephen. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest problem is a lot of kids out here. They're not being taught. I have a school about four blocks one way of my house and about another one about four blocks the other way. And there's also a store in between each one of them. If, if you're walking, you know, towards my house, mm-hmm. they go right by a store. Well, every day I have to pick up trash out along the side of my fence and on the inside of my fence. I mean, they don't they don't even care if they throw it in my yard. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. I can't even you know, I mean, it's truly an everyday thing. It's it's there's also a tree across the street where a church is at. And this tree grows bottles and paper and everything like you wouldn't believe, Mm. I guess, because there's always trash around dropping off the branches, bottles and uh, paper bags. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a big Christmas tree out there sometimes. I mean, it's just crazy. But, uh, um, you know, that guy said that uh, he, he uh, you know, when he travels, it's, it seems like Ohioans yeah. are the ones that are. Well, that's not necessarily true. I travel a lot myself, especially up and down the East Coast, and there's a lot of trashy neighborhoods. Mm. There is. There, there, there truly is. It's not just Ohio. Yeah. I don't think anybody's being taught this anymore, and it's really it's really sad. You know, when I was in school, almost every class I was ever in, they taught you to be clean and, you know, take care of the environment and everything. It's just not happening these days. No, it is not. In fact, I'm so old. Thank you, Stephen, for the call. I'm so old that it used to be common practice. You know how businesses have things they hand out? They want to hand out things that are useful. Insurance companies and other businesses, realtors, They'd hand out a trash bag for your car that fit over the little handles and knobs on your console. So you'd have a place to put your trash in your car. Don't do that anymore because it's the intersection of entitlement and arrogance and laziness. 
Uh, one listener says it's the automated trash pickup. Only 80% makes the truck. What you're seeing is the remnant of automation. No, I reject that out of hand. I don't think anybody chucks a water bottle out the window and goes, ah, I'm keeping the street sweeper in business. I'm keeping the London prison farm population busy. Gives them something to do as they walk along the medians of Ohio picking up trash. This is just, come on, people. We can do better than this, can't we? Yeah, we can. Just question whether we will or not. Uh, Stephen is right. Kids are not being taught this. It's personal responsibility. It's honoring your obligations. I know. Get off my lawn. But that's what it is, right? So, um, I don't know. I It won't stop. I get it. It won't stop. And I'm ashamed of myself more than a little bit that I've been driving that same route to work for over a year. And today's the first day I noticed it. And I don't think it's because, oh, yesterday was a a big trash day at 270 and 23. Everybody throw their trash out on that day. No. It's because I've become impervious to it. How many things in our society uh, could we put under that label? Things that are horribly, horribly askew that we just don't notice it because our, uh, our new normal has become a bad normal. So Columbus recorded another homicide this morning. Uh, as 2.02. I was unclear as to whether they would classify this one as a homicide because it appears to be a horrible, horrible accident. Uh, 16-year-old girl, uh, Canal Winchester, uh, southeast side, near Gender Road, the Lehman Meadows subdivision. Call came in around 4.30 a.m. A male in the home shot someone that the initial reports are they believe to be an intruder. Uh, in the home, but it was instead uh, a 16-year-old girl, and she died at the hospital. So uh, sounds like a horribly tragic event. Of course, the police have to investigate this, and uh, they will be investigating this, but um, our hearts go out to the family and those um, uh, near this girl because um, what an unspeakably horrible thing uh, to have happen. Uh, Another unspeakably horrible thing that has happened is a raid on the headquarters of a news agency in Taiwan. A raid uh, by Chinese military authorities in Hong Kong. I'm sorry, not in Taiwan, Hong Kong. Shut down yesterday. Seven people who ran the website were taken out in handcuffs possibly never to be seen again, uh, because they were, according to the Chinese Communist Party, conspiring to publish seditious material, which could also and likely does mean they were publishing the truth about CCP policies. 200 police officers showed up at the offices of Stand News, They had a warrant. They seized journalistic materials. They took out uh, the uh, people who worked there. And I await the New York Times, Washington Post, or LeBron James tweet condemning uh, this activity by the Chinese Communist Party. I will not hold my breath because while I look good in blue, uh, I do not want my skin and my face to turn blue. Because that tweet 
is most assuredly not coming from LeBron, from the Times, or from the Post, or anyone else on the left. Uh, Noted earlier in the show that Shannon Harden, the city council president, tested positive for COVID-19. I cannot say that without chuckling because Shannon Harden says, I'm feeling fine. I have no symptoms other than a stuffy nose. I, of course, would not find humor in it if he were on his deathbed. But I do find it funny that he's been vaccinated and boosted. And he is, of course, fully on board with Andrew Ginther's idiotic mask mandate. And yet Sunday, Shannon Harden was out and about helping to serve Christmas meals, interacting with people who attended his outdoor swearing in for another term on city council. And I can just imagine the panic induced among all those who are in the circle of friends of Shannon Harden, worrying now about their own safety because he has tested positive, despite all the precautions he has taken against it. This topic was the subject of comments from NFL quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who was a guest on the Pat McAfee show. Aaron Rodgers, of course, is a guy who told everyone in August that he had been immunized. They took it to mean vaccinated. I mean, come on, reporters. I would have certainly followed up with, does that mean you're vaccinated? Although I might not have because I wouldn't want to uh, slow his role if he was able to convince the dopey press who cover the Green Bay Packers that immunization and vaccination were the same things, then who am I to expose Aaron Rodgers? A guy who does not share my politics, but does apparently share my love for freedom. But I made a decision that was in the best interest of my body. And that's what it should be. There should be the freedom to choose what's in your best interest, not, uh, you know, uh, mandates uh, sweeping that that disregard people who have pre-existing conditions or, uh, compromised immune systems, autoimmune diseases, or allergies to ingredients in the vaccine. That, that puts you in a whole different category, and that should be okay. And also, it's, it's, you're making decisions for your body. I, what I don't understand is vaccinated people blaming non-vaccinated people because the vaccine that they took to avoid getting the virus didn't stop them from getting the virus. And that is all over the place out there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers also had a thought on science. What is and what is not science? When somebody comes out with a, with a scientific study, right, what do they always say? They say it's a peer-reviewed, right? What does that mean? It means that people in the same field have gone through it and questioned the hypothesis and questioned the research and looked it up to see, does this research stand up? That's what science is all about. It's about forming hypotheses, questioning those, testing those, and then releasing the results. That's, I mean, when did science become this blind uh, agreement with, uh, w- and then not having any debate over what can actually heal people and, and work for people? Hmm. Aaron Rodgers went to Cal, so uh, apparently he got in there on uh, some degree of academic bona fides, not just because he could throw a football really well. Those, those are pretty smart comments for him to make. Uh, Tomorrow we will review a lot of what has happened in 2021. Look forward to 2022. It will be our final show of the year. Hope you'll be a part of it. Thank you for your time today. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.